Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted to tell all of our listeners today that this actually is our second anniversary. My first show was two years ago today, and I'm also delighted to let the listeners know that our monthly listenership has risen to 160,000 listeners, which I'm very grateful to you all for tuning in and listening to this show about awakening to conscious co-creation. And I could not have a better guest joining me today to join in the celebration of Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, my good friend George Cavasalas, coming all the way from Australia. Uh, uh, good morning to you over there, George. Good morning, Peter. How are you today? Really, really well, thank you. Thank you for joining me again. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure. It truly is. Thank you, Peter, for inviting me along. So this is your second uh, time on the show, and, and I know a lot has happened since we last spoke and you've recently returned from a trip to Europe from Australia. Tell, tell us how that went. It was really amazing. I, um, it, it was just astounding to, to travel through different countries and meet so many wonderful people it's, uh, and, and experience the different cultures. And There's such a variety on this planet of different ways of life and uh, the human spirit is just, yeah, it never ceases to amaze me, <laughs> never ever it does. And part of and, your journey was going back to your homeland, to Greece, which is in an interesting uh, time of turmoil right now. How did you find that? Yeah, it was kind of a crazy situation because uh, we landed in Athens and then the very next day after we landed, there was riots there. So we had helicopters flying overhead all day and, you know, sirens and people screaming and carrying on and... It was quite uh, quite intense at some moments, and it was interesting to um, hold kind of like uh, your integrity to hold centre while chaos ensues all around. So I got to practice that, and uh, but I find it fascinating because here you have the birthplace of democracy, and uh, if you look at this uh, infrastructure that we call democracy, which is a um, uh, passive aggressive control system, then uh, it's quite quite amazing that um, uh, 
that is the place where it seems to be breaking down now. And I feel that because it's breaking down in Greece, it'll now have a uh, ripple effect around the world, which is, um, you know, all the other systems will begin to break down as well. So you see this, in fact, as part of the, of the grand plan, the divine plan that's unfolding? I do, yeah. You know, everything that occurs is within that plan, but, uh, <laughs> you know, of course. But uh, really, the, um, the part of the deconstructive side of our systems that are now beginning to break down, yeah, it's, uh, it's an obvious part now. The economic meltdown that's happening in Greece, um, people are doing it really tough there. Um, and the riots are just not being, uh, I'd say the media is really playing them down. When we were there, there was over 45 police officers on that first set of riots when we were there that ended up in hospital. So, and that wasn't reported at all. So, uh, and even the media bans that go on within Greece, um, one day they're, they're talking about the riots and they're talking about the police officers in the hospitals. And the next day, there's just nothing on the media anywhere, even on websites. So there's an obvious media ban taking place on, on the events that are um, happening. Now, you obviously bring a somewhat controversial message to the masses. How were you received in Europe? I was received incredibly well by those who attended. Um, there was really, I had very, very, very little, um, I would say, if you want, for want of a better term, opposition, I would say that um, there were some people in, in the crowds that didn't like what I had to say, but they were very gracious about it. And overall, I mean, there was people just in tears um, on, on occasions. Um, so, you know, there were times when half the people, you know, we had 100 in the room and 50 of them were in tears. And I just found that really moving when um, the, the, the true sacrifice of the Christ and also of uh, the even greater sacrifice of the Divine Feminine, when that gets uh, shared, people really feel it. They, they have that memory that's very latent and deep inside people uh, activate once again and it really is very emotional and moving when people rediscover that within themselves. That outpouring of emotion when something gets touched that, that you know is the truth. Yeah, because this is really deep inside of us and when that does, I mean, it's, it's really opening up some very deep portals within us, within ourselves, yeah. And you're about to embark on your first North American tour. Tell us about that. Well, that's really exciting because I, I'm on my way me. to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're on our way to Canada. And I've got to tell you, Canada is a place I've wanted to visit since I was a little child. So I, I always wanted to go there. It's, the physical environment to me has always attracted me. So I'm very, very excited about that for, on a personal level. And, uh, and the opportunity to meet you and meet, you know, a lot of, because I know there's something big going on over there in, uh, around Vancouver Way and Vancouver Island, um, spiritually speaking. So I'm really, really excited about coming over there and experiencing those energies and, uh, and, and putting my little piece of the puzzle to uh, what's going on over there. Well, George, I was out in our landscape this morning on a beautiful sunny day and you won't be disappointed when you come, I can assure you. Yeah, thank you. And, and also our trip into uh, the U.S. after that. Very exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. And the first leg of your U.S. journey takes you down to the Assetti Ranch with James Gidland. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting James and the family there. It's, it's going to be exciting. I, 
I just really look forward to meeting some of those ETs too because uh, we have a very old familiar bond and, and uh, you know, got some information to share for them as well and it's just going to be very, very exciting. We actually had Michael Tellinger from South Africa up in, in, uh, on the island last week and he'd just mm. come up from the SETI ranch with James and had a wonderful experience. I know it's going to be a great, a great uh, couple of weeks at the start of your tour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really feeling good about it, to be honest. And, you know, it'll be good to um, – we're heading over to Chicago after that and then we're heading over to Boston as well. And uh, it's interesting that nothing has manifested after that. We've had offers, but it never actually followed through and manifested. So I find it interesting that that's taken place because, you know, the um, – we may be looking at some events happening on the planet around uh, towards the end of this year. And you, you feel that you may want to be home for those? Well, it's manifested that way. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm really flowing in that river of life. And uh, I find it fascinating how things manifest. To me, the way things are manifesting is, is the sign, is, is telling me, it's the message. It's, it's reading how the universe is... Uh, you know, creating uh, this reality. So for anybody who wants to go to any of your events in North America, what's the, uh, the website, George, they should go to to book their tickets? Oh, okay. That's a really good question. It's, um, we actually have a blog site for the uh, uh, North American um, information, and it's called OurJourneyHomeUSA.com, all one word. Um, because my website is our-journey-home.com, but the blog site for uh, the information is ourjourneyhomeusa.com. Is that true for Canada and the USA, or is there a separate one for Canada? I, I think that's, a, yeah, that's just the one for the US. I don't see that we have one up for Canada at the moment, because the people who have organized our events over in the US are the ones who organize this blog site. Okay. But I do have a ticket website, which is the www.enlightenedevents.com.au. Yeah, and they can get the information there for tickets. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So that's yeah, because if they, if if sorry, Peter, but if people just go onto my uh, website, um, to the two websites, the older one, which is www.georgecavasilis.org, or they can go to our-journey-home.com. Uh, the information for the uh, events are there and uh, just click on, on the tabs and they'll take you straight through to enlightened events for um, purchasing of the tickets. Great. So tell us um, what people can expect if they come to one of the workshops in North America. What are you going to be talking about? What are you going to be doing? Yeah, good, good questions. Um, for me, it's, it's about expressing the, the wisdom that I've gained um, throughout my life and I... With the all-day events, I, I once again go through the structure of the universe that I, I rediscovered and because that can't change. I can't come up with a new model of the universe. <laughs> so, Because um, there's people that come along to these talks who are not familiar with, uh, with me and the things that I do so, um, and the information that I share. So it's, it's, it needs to be said and shared with the people. Um, and then we go into a really good detail of, and I go into a lot of detail about the structure of the universe, and we also go into detail of um, of uh, how it is we've come to find ourselves here on this planet and why we're actually here and and where are we headed. 
And so the understanding, it's, it's a primordial questions, you know, who are we, where do we come from, what are we doing here and where are we headed? And, you know, when you really think about it, those questions are really, um, wars have been fought over the answers to those questions. Civilizations have risen and fallen um, due to the search, seeking the answers to those questions. And the, the grand irony of it all, Peter, is that, you know, we've all got the answers to these questions within us. And uh, it's just uh, when you understand it from that perspective, this uh, insanity of wars and, uh, you know, even if you look in the modern day where you've got civilizations such as, uh, you know, Western civilizations invading uh, uh, Middle Eastern civilizations now for the, you know, seeking power and, and um, more answers to these questions. It's quite amazing. It's ironic and it's, uh, there's a, a level of insanity that goes to it as well. So just to, to set this up for our listeners, just, just remind people of what actually did happen to you in the first situation when you went through the different dimensions uh, so they can understand how you know this information. Yeah, uh, it was quite an amazing experience because my galactic family uh, came and picked me up. It was a, as a sole contract that it was um, pre-organized prior to my incarnation that they would come at a particular time in my life and pick me up. And I came in a smaller craft and then took me to a much larger craft. And what was amazing when I got in the larger craft was everything was beige and cream. It was really neutral. And I wondered about that because that's not how we would normally express ourselves. It'd be, you know, a bit more pizzazz, a bit more color. And um, n- not in an egotistical way, of course, but just there's a bit more um, life um, and vibrance to people's expressions. And uh, I came to realize that after my experience, it was that they wanted me to focus my, my ego um, to focus just on the experience. So when I came back into this reality, my ego would not have been stimulated by what I experienced on the ship, but my main point of focus and my memories would, would, that I would retain would to do with my actual experience that I was to have. Because what my galactic family did was facilitate an experience for me to go up through the dimensions of the universe and with my consciousness. And that was incredible, an incredible experience. Very hard, to, I, very hard to comprehend, I would imagine, with the information that we have. Yeah, it is, it is hard. Um, a lot, I've even got friends that say to me, George, you know, it's a bit hard to take these things that you say. And I understand that that's the case. I really do. But uh, I had the experience, and whatever people want to say about that is up to them. Um, but the fact remains, I had the experience. So, however people want to interpret that for themselves, for the individual, is up to them. But it, they can't take away the fact that I had the experience as much as some some people would like to take it away from me, and some people have tried to take it away from me very very diligently, and uh, and they can't, which is a wonderful thing because now I get to share it with my human family. Absolutely. George, we're coming up to our first break, and when we come back, we'll continue chatting about why we are here and what this is all about. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. 
Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. 7th Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to check out my own website, www.petertung.com and also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com. We have a big week this week. We have our Landscape Zodiac Cancer Workshop on Sunday of this week, and in the Ambassadors of Light class on Thursday evening at 5.30, I'll be leading people through the elements of uh, the sun sign cancer and the different archetypal energies that we need to understand and transcend to move on uh, around the 12 sun sign archetypical um, situations so that we can actually become free of the wheel of karma and become enlightened, which is exactly what George Kavasilis is talking to us about today uh, as this year unfolds. So George, perhaps you could just give us, I know it's very hard to do in a a few sentences, but just in terms of what is relevant to us to know today, in terms of the structure of the universe that you experience, what are the key pieces people need to know? Well, the key things people need to know is that we're inside a universe and uh, there is a being who is the consciousness and the creator of this universe, which you know, I refer to and many refer to as God, the creator of this universe. And what I discovered is that we all exist beyond this universe as well. And we've chosen to come inside of it to learn the construct and the expression of this being uh, of this universe. And the construct of this universe is light. And so we've, we've entered this universe to, to learn the construct of light. And we do that out there on these higher levels and these much greater levels of, of self and uh, we go inside one another. So we've all got our own universes. So we're all equal with the creator of this universe. There's, there's no one being is greater than any other. That's just a load of uh, rubbish, really. That's, um, these are notions and, and, and um, concepts and ideologies that are propagated by um, beings in the lower domains of this universe. And there's very good reasons for that occurring. It's just, like you said, we don't quite have the time to get into that and in just a few minutes, but uh, the basic concept is we've come inside this universe and uh, we're learning the construct of light. So therefore, we've, we've traveled down through all these levels within this universe to um, basically to, to see everything and experience everything and to be everything that this universe has to offer. So then we can understand it and learn it in its totality, this, this expression we call light. So... Uh, according to the uh, plan, if you want to call it the divine plan, that uh, the creator um, has uh, devised so we can learn uh, and become uh, as the creator the construct of light. 
um, then we've ended up on, we've been on this road to compression um, for some time now uh, after expanding and fragmenting throughout the universe and, and many different levels of expression. It was time to bring it all back together. So we funneled our way into this galaxy and, uh, and found our way through uh, various experiences within this galaxy, then into this solar system and then onto this planet. And it's been this constant road to compression because it's all about reintegrating everything that we've been and everything that we've done and everything that we've learned. And uh, that's why this reality is so dense. And if you understand that, um, you know, I go into a lot more detail of it, uh, obviously, during the, um, the seminars. And uh, once you understand this, everything, everything, I mean, everything falls into place. It really does. Everything that um, exists fits within the model that I share, everything, and uh, nothing is left out. And that's what amazes people. So um, there's in, an incredible um, uh, reawakening that happens uh, with people um, because we provide the triggers for people to uh, remember who and what we are. So I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything. That's not what I'm about. And so we've, we, we've come to this planet to... Um, Basically, it's the last stages of reattaining perfect balance within our souls and, um, and then go through this graduation process. And that's where we're at right now. We're being tested um, to see who's got it and who hasn't. In other words, to see who's got the ability to um, reintegrate everything into a, a state of inter- integrated oneness, of, of centeredness, um, to hold that balanced state um, within ourselves. And because if you're going to get lured by um, any false concepts or paradigms or, um, you know, um, different um, integrated sort of um, mind philosophies, uh, then then you're not ready because you can't go about creating your own universe via the construct of light and have something within your own being, within your own creation, um, take advantage of you. So, you know... (laughs) It's, it can't be done. So, in other words, if anybody gets um, lured by any false paradigm or false teachings or, or any lower sort of um, concepts of, of life, then they're just not ready. And those that do make it through, make it through and end up ascending and, and graduating and, and birthing into this new uh, construct, which is um, a total uh, universal being. So that's what this is all about, really. And the people who don't make it through this time um, will just have the opportunity to make it through somewhere else another time. So there's no right and wrong at the end of uh, at the end of it all. So we've got this really interesting time happening now with all these people who are going through an awakening process. We've got all mm. this chaos and and uh, destruction going on as well. Um, yeah. And, and so how how do you help people to be discerning and to follow the right path for them at this time, at this really interesting time in our world? Well, that's, that's the most fascinating part. It's really simple. It's very simplistic. And, you know, what's good for me is not necessarily good for you, Peter. So the, the concept is that we're all on our own individual journey. For, first of all, we didn't all enter this universe at the same time. That's a given. You know, there's beings who uh, haven't been in this universe for very long and are still finding it very difficult to cope with this construct. Um, so there's uh, all sorts of things going on. And people got to realize that there's not one rule fits all. So 
from, from the best advice I can give people is I'll give them, I'll use me as an example. I'm on my soul's journey. So what energetic patterns I need to reattain balance of my soul at this point in time is different because my journey that I've undertaken has been different to other people's. Um, but the path, the road that I've been on in this universe has been my path and my road and it's been different to other people. So the energetic patterns I require for balance are different. So the set of experiences I require are different. So for me to go and sit in a cave and meditate for the next couple of years is not appropriate. For me to go and, and, and indoctrinate myself into a religious organization is not appropriate. Um, for other people it is. Um, but for me it's not. So for, for those who are graduating, um, they'll come to realize and they know within their hearts to go and indoctrinate themselves into a religious organization. It's not um, an appropriate thing to do. Um, for others who are still learning that path, it is appropriate for them to do it. Um, so again, it's whatever's appropriate for the individual. So we just got to basically be who we need to be and that's to be us. Um, be yourselves, be ourselves, and don't try to be anyone or anything else um, because when the moment you do that, you're living a lie, you're not being authentic, and you're trying to be what someone else wants you to be or what an ideology um, pro- imposes upon the human psyche that the way people should be. So it's important that we just live our lives and be who we need to be, our authentic individual selves. And that is the pathway to integration. That is the pathway to, um, to again, this, this total connectedness with everything, this, this oneness, which is not a collective hive mind version of oneness. We're talking about an incredible um, state where you can be everything at once in, in the whole universe. You, you know, when you're connected to the all, you have the ability to be the all. And uh, it's an incredible, incredible state of being. So really, each of us has to feel our way through from the heart what, what, is, what is right for us and just know in our hearts by the way we feel our right path. Yeah, that's all we need to do. And, and it, it comes down to, you know, this is about reclaiming our sovereignty. This is about living true to our own essence and our own spirit because when you do that, that's when you are one with God. That is when you are one with the creator of this universe because it's the higher aspect of us that is in, in harmony, in unison, in oneness with the creator of this universe. It's this lower aspect of us that is disjointed, that has gone through this journey of separation. And so if we try to do it from down here, we're, we're using ideologies and concepts from the lower ego, from the lower concepts. And it, it's the, the desires and the wants and the and the um, processes of what we think are right for us uh, are not coming from the highest order, not coming from uh, a place of, of true knowing. So when you do uh, reconnect with this much greater and higher aspect of self, that is when you allow your own river of life to flow. It just It's like this fountain that just pours forth, that just emanates from deep within your own being. And, and the knowing and the 
and the understanding of which direction and what decisions need to be made, it it's, becomes more effortless and you just flow in this in this river and your path just unfolds before you and you really feel it because you, you really understand where your river is coming from. You really understand where you're at this moment and what direction your river is flowing. So George, so, we've actually uh, got to come to our second break there and that's yeah, a great spot yeah. to break. This is Peter yeah. Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Have with me today, George Cabasilis. And George, I had to uh, cut you off just before the break there, so perhaps you could just continue with uh, this message. Oh, thanks, Peter. Yeah, so we're talking about just the way our, our path just unfolds from deep within us. And, uh, and really, so when you, when you understand it, it's that, it's that holding that center. It's to continue to trust within ourselves, to trust within our own sovereignty, to start um, acknowledging our deep intuitive feelings and knowings and nudgings and uh, to not give so much emphasis anymore on externalizing, on things that are outside of us, on what people are telling us we should be doing in order to ascend. And so this is about holding and maintaining our integrity as a sovereign being. That is that aspect of us that is one with life, that is one with this creation. Because everything that's occurring on this planet at the moment and everything that's about to occur, this final test, is all about creating and manifesting the greatest of distractions so they can capture not only your attention, as the great man David Icke says, but also our awareness. This is war. This is a battle for our awareness and the energies that are attempting or have been, have been attempting and actually implementing their infrastructures here on this planet are all about designing... Um, a system that captures your attention, captures your awareness, and then steers you away, away from the path of, of your integral path from within. So there's, there's, when you connect from within, you know where you're meant to be headed, you know what you're meant to be doing, and then there's all this energy outside of you that's continually bombarding you through um, the New Age movement, religious programs, 
um, distractions within the greater drama. I mean, there's a massive drama about to be played on the human um, race at the moment. It's, it's being manifested. Tell us about and, that then, George. <laughs> oh, it's massive. This is like 9-11 in 2001 was really pretty much a, a global mind control program. It was an event that was created and then there was a, a, a mindset and a framework that was then imposed into the human psyche on a global scale. That was pretty big and it had a very long-lasting effect. What they are creating now is something even grander than that. And this will be on a cosmic level event. And they, what they want to do is to create an incredible event which is going to totally capture the attention of, of the people of the planet so they can then implement. Because once they've got people's attentions, it's like, it, it's like your putty in their hands. Then what they want to do is they want to remould your attention and your awareness. Is, um, by, by getting your attention, they then remould your awareness to, to fit inside their paradigm. And this is what they want to do with this. So this is what I'm saying to people. This is a big graduation test for us to hold our center, to hold integrity and not get lured into these um, paradigms via the use. They use fear, you know. Fear is a very powerful tool that they use. And um, we've, we've got a big object on the way at the moment. It's, people are talking about it. They're calling it Comet Elenin, but there's more to Comet Elenin than everybody's realizing. So... There's, uh, there's pictures that are now emerging of a very large, deep red object um, heading our way. So there's a lot more to it than people understand. Can you give us a little bit of an insight so we can understand and stay centered? Sure. If you wanted to create an event, okay, this, it's a big subject. If you want to create an event that is going to capture people's attention, one of the ones you could do is create a fake alien invasion, all right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's one of the plans that they had. Whether that comes to fruition or not, I doubt it very much personally that that's going to play out. But it is one of the plans they've been looking at implementing. Another one is to understand this drama on a cosmic level because you can understand the consciousness of the planet that we are incarnated on, the consciousness of the solar system we incarnate inside of as well. So who is the sun? And then you have on, you know, because there's battles going on cosmic levels as well. So here you have Mother Earth about to give birth to a whole planetary race of, of universal creators, of Christed beings, Buddhas, Krishnas, whatever label you wish to use. It's all the same thing. Um, so you've got the, the, the feminine that's about to give birth. You've got the, the divine masculine as the sun. And here you have this, this failed star which never got to this enlightened state as like the sun did. And think of it as an evil twin brother who's full of envy, who's full of jealousy and is also full of rage. Well, that entity, that, that consciousness would like nothing more than right at the very, very end to come sweeping through to get between the masculine and the feminine and to totally spoil, to get all the attention, right, <laughs> to grab everybody's attention and totally distract everybody away from this final point of graduation of, of Mother Earth giving birth and, uh, and, and having as many beings or as many members of the human race to, 
to ascend with Mother Earth. So this this object is going to come through and get everyone's attention and try and spoil the party as much as it possibly can. So this thing, what, what's what's heading our way, I would say, is one big, massive distraction. So so it's not really a not really a threat if we stay centered and, and connected to Mother Earth and Father Son. It's not a threat if you stay centered and stay connected with Mother Earth and Father Son. No, it is not. Because what happens is you end up putting yourself into a vibration that is actually beyond the vibrational patterns of the drama that unfolds around you. And I've worded it like this. Um, It's the beauty and the grace in the opening of a flower amidst the wilderness of chaos. So if you can see yourselves as that, if you can know yourselves as that, to be that, of, you know, if you can imagine this war-tall zone and uh, you've got bombs going all around you and buildings crumbling and here you have this flower, this beautiful flower that's just sitting there, untouched, not touched by any fragments of any bombs, it's just sitting there so beautifully and it can just hold its beauty and its grace while there's death and destruction all around it. It's kind of like that. Now, I'm not saying we're going to have a lot of death and destruction all around us, but there will be some challenging times. You know, I'm a realist, and I'm not here going to fluff and gloss everything up. So the the reality is there will be some challenging times ahead, but in order to get through these challenging times, it's so important to hold that integrity, to hold that center, and uh, and, and to believe and trust in ourselves because that's, you know, the power and the wisdom and the knowing of where to go, what to do, and how to go about it is deep within us, and that's really what we need to do. So is there a specific message then from Mother Earth and Father Son to us? Yeah, there is. And, and the message is, hey, guys, you know, we're living beings and um, you're having this incredible relationship with us. You've, you've chosen to come from the far reaches of the universe to, to be with us, to be so intimately connected with us. We're having such an intimate relationship together. I mean, and we are really, Peter, when you look at it. I mean, crikey, Mother Earth, she's... First first of all, the basic 101 of our existence here is because she exists. So without her manifesting herself as a planet, we would not be here. That's about as basic as it gets, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the same with the sun. Without the sun manifesting himself as this solar system, we wouldn't be here either. So first of all, it's about rekindling that connection. It's the most basic 101 of existence. The planet you're on, the solar system you're inside of. That's as basic as it gets. But it seems to be the forgotten, the most forgotten aspect of it all. You know, you're breathing her air, you're, you're drinking her waters, you're eating her food. Um, you know, she's nurturing us. You're, we're immersed in her atmosphere. We're, we're swimming inside her magnetic chamber, um, her ethereal templates. We are so intimately, intimately connected with her, yet everybody's forgotten. You know, physically, we are so interwoven with her, yet everybody's forgotten. And it's really simple. It's just a partition within the mind. It's all it is. It's a wall within the mind construct. And, and it's been a very, very clever plan that's been created over, over 6,000 years to totally disconnect humanity from the, uh, the relationship they have with this planet and this solar system. And you mentioned earlier on, right at the beginning of the show, about the sacrifice that Mother Earth and the Sacred Feminine has made on our behalf. Yeah, that's, it's a big one, Peter. It's a really big one. Um, 
just give us a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how do I get into that in a couple of minutes? <laughs> Have we got an ad break coming up? Maybe I'll start it on the next segment. But, okay. Uh, okay. So was there anything um, else you wanted to say about the, the fear-mongering and the cosmic event that's coming? Yeah. What they want to do is they want to put humanity into a deeper trance. Because you'll notice that there's people you can speak to at the moment who are awakening, and there's plenty of people awakening. But have you noticed that the ones who are not awakening are actually going deeper into a trance? It's actually getting more difficult to speak to them. You know, I don't know yes. if you've noticed that, yeah, but I have, yeah. and many other people have. And, um, and what's happening is they're, they're drawing people down deeper into the trance. And uh, it'll eventually get to the point because um, I had a future experience where I was um, on the planet in the future and people were like just like zombies lining up to get on those ships to be taken off world when Mother Earth started going through a lot of her changes because, you know, they'll be the ones that come and rescue them. And I would remember shaking people, running around literally shaking people, trying to wake them out of that trance and they wouldn't snap out of it. They were like zombies. Uh, and that's where they're headed. Uh, at the moment people are going to be so because people don't realize now how much they're in the trance i mean it's only us look how long and hard we've been working at waking up isn't it amazing how many years we've spent trying to snap out of this trance that we're all in and it's thick and it's gooey and it still draws us back in every now and then doesn't it oh it's you know we're not (laughs) you know we're not we're not perfect if we were we'd be shining a great light each and every one of us so that's the reality you know, nobody's got it, you know, totally perfect. So it's, it's understanding uh, just how clever these, um, these systems are because, like I said, it's graduation time and we are having the best this universe has to offer being thrown at us at the moment. And we wanted it this way too. You know, we wanted to be tested like this. So this is not about playing the victim either. I'm, I've got to add that in, okay, because this is definitely not about victimhood. This is about embracing the challenge, embracing what we organize from a much higher aspect of ourselves and saying, yeah, you know, we wanted this, so let's live this experience <laughs> to its fullest. So, George, we're coming up to our final break, and when we return, we will have a chat about the sacred feminine. This is Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. The new home for visionary positive change. 7th Wave Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation 
with your host Peter Tung having a fascinating discussion today with George Cavasilis. And before we go any further, George, just remind us of the websites people can go through to connect to you and also to your upcoming North America trip. Yeah, thanks, Peter. We've I've got my old website, George uh, Cavasilis uh, is K-A-V-A-S-S-I-L-A-S. And uh, we've got a new website that we're in the process of constructing. It, it is up, um, not totally, but there are most of it's up. And it's um, www.our-journey-home.com. And uh, you can click on the events pages there and both from both websites you can access um, information and uh, purchases of tickets to the events. So really excited about coming over for that. So I like the fact there's dashes inside. We're going to go for the, the last dash to the finishing line, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's chat about the sacred feminine. I know this is dear to your heart and to my heart and the great importance and significance of this. It really is because it's like we discussed before, it's the forgotten relationship um, of us and the consciousness of who this planet is. And that's where it, where it really it comes down to is who is this planet that we are incarnate on. And, uh, you know, we talk about, we've heard about the sacrifice of the Christ, of, of you know, Jesus. And uh, you know what? He's, his sacrifice was much greater than what we've been led to believe. And I go into detail about that in my seminars. Um, we haven't got time for me to get into it here because it's quite a lengthy um, uh, scenario. But I really would like to bring to people's attention that his sacrifice is so much greater than we're being led to believe. What he did for us is amazing. And um, it, it, it's a very, very courageous thing that he did, and it took a lot of courage to do what he did. And um, this information I'm sharing with you is, is, you know, things that are buried deep down in the vaults of the Vatican. I'm sharing with you deep, deep truths that they did not want to get out. And I've, I've literally had meetings uh, within the Vatican. I've been taken to the Vatican with their ships. They have a fleet of UFOs if people aren't aware of that. And people are going to say this is just a load of rubbish, um, especially if they're religiously programmed. And I understand that you would be reacting that way, but uh, it's really understanding um, what's going on behind the scenes and, and how people are just being kept in ignorance. And so um, I've had meetings in the Vatican because they knew what I was going to do on this planet and they did not want me getting this information out. And I had it out with them. Uh, I have had some very, very serious and heated debates inside the Vatican to do with their God and who and what their God is in relation to who and what the real God is. Um, so I've had it out with them, and I'll go into detail about the discussions uh, during my seminars. And uh, all I wish to, say, wish to say with you is that the true sacrifice of the Christ is much, much greater um, than anybody's been um, told by the church. And uh, there's a beings who, whose sacrifice is even greater than his, and that is the, the divine feminine. Her sacrifice is beyond comprehension. In, it's beyond words. And uh, what she has done for us is, uh, wow, it, it's, it's, it's the biggest sacrifice in the universe. It's as big as it gets. And so I, it, this is the forgotten truth. This is, this is what they don't want you to know. And... They can say whatever they like, but I've had it out with them and they know who I am. They know what I'm here to do and they know I was going to release this information. 
and they are really, really frightened and very, very concerned that I'm now releasing this information. And I've been voicing this throughout my European tour and it is amazing the, um, the way people are feeling once they have heard this. And it's amazing the reaction, um, religious people who are religiously programmed, um, the way they feel within themselves because it's obvious by the way they feel that they're actually inside a program and not uh, an understanding of truth. So what would you like to say about it? What I would like to say is that the divine feminine having the courage to manifest herself as this planet is one of the most courageous things that has occurred in this, uh, in this universe. I would say the most courageous thing. And so if people can begin to once again reconnect with the consciousness of this planet and the consciousness of the divine feminine, uh, the feminine aspect of the creator of this universe, then people will once again um, begin to reintegrate themselves with this essence of grace, this, this energy that we call grace. It's the most powerful um, energy in the universe. It really is. And uh, for people to understand that this is the microcosm of the macrocosm, I mean, the amount of strength and power it takes to hold this much diversity of life in one place is incredible. And uh, to have done it under so much duress, I mean, come on, you know, it's, it goes beyond words, Peter. Um, I can get close to um, begin to describe the, um, the emotions, um, but to truly understand it, to truly know what I'm talking about, one needs to experience it for oneself, that, that reconnection with that consciousness. And I tell people in my seminars, I say, when you do reconnect with her, because when, when you go within yourself and you go into your heart, your deep heart of, of the essence of yourself, the first place you go is into the core of Mother Earth. That's the first place you go. And uh, it has to do with the construct of incarnations, which I go into detail of. And it's, it's the way our essence flows into this reality. It, it, it flows from the core of the galaxy to the core of the sun to the core of the earth and then out to our incarnational constructs. That's the natural organic flow. So when you reconnect with your, your higher self, the first place you go is to the core of the earth and then you rekindle that connection. You remember who she is and you, you just break down. I totally broke down and bawled my eyes out. It is phenomenal to once again feel that love of this woman who has gone through such a struggle and, and nurtures us every moment of every day, holds the space for us. So we can have this incredible experience here. Meanwhile, people are, are, are gouging out her body with mining practices and, and um, you know, setting off bombs and even atomic bombs and torturing her and contorting her body and twisting her body and her energetic patterns. I mean, the woman's just being tortured every moment of every day, but here she is holding the space and continuing to love us unconditionally and nurture us. It's amazing. Amazing. So in terms of people who want to make this uh, genuine reconnection and, and honor Mother Earth, just in terms of the people involved on, you know, in, in awakening, how can they demonstrate their love for the Mother Earth? Well, the, the most simplistic way to rekindle that connection is just gratitude. That's the first, that's the golden key to opening the first door. It, it really is just stopping in your day and just going, thanks, Big Mama. Thanks for everything you've had to endure, everything you're going through. 
and uh, and thanks for allowing me for inviting me to be on your body to have this experience that I'm having. It's, it always begins with gratitude, and then it, it flows from there. And um, you know, the, the the feminine is behind the, the curtain still. That's why the women of Islam wear that that veil. That's 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 what it really truly represents the hidden feminine. And she's now stepping out from behind the curtain. She's talking to you. She's talking to all of us. But who's listening? Uh, I, for one, am, li- am one who's listening. And I know many who are also listening. And uh, it's time for us to listen, to re-listen to the woman who've, who you exist here because of her. All right? It's as simple as that. We exist here because of her. So let's start re-acknowledging her and reconnecting with her and talking with her once again. Because that's what that movie Avatar was trying to really remind everybody of, this incredible connection that we have with this planet and the consciousness of this planet. You know, there's, there's messages coming at us from many angles. So, George, amazingly, we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, is there a final summary statement that you'd like to make to uh, give us all that final moment of inspiration? Yeah, I, I would like to start off with saying, you know, the experiences that I've had, the knowledge that I share is really out there, even for people who have been on that spiritual path for some time. They just say, George is brainwashed, he's in a mind control program, he's deluded and all that. You know, I, I totally understand that people would want to say that. But what I have to share with you is, if you really feel into your heart, then you'll understand where I'm coming from. It's... uh there is only one great truth in this universe and people will find that out for themselves when the time comes. That's when you connect with the all. When you can reconnect with the all, then you know there's only one great truth and that's the way things are. It's just how things are structured, the way things are in the universe. And uh, I say to people, be careful of these religious dogmatic programs. Uh, be careful of false gods because I go into a lot of detail about the false gods. The the identity of um, the Christ has been stolen. It's been hijacked by um, by imposters, and um, and I and I'd be very careful of that. And any other religious dogmatic programs that uh, are doing the rounds on the planet. And I'd also be care be careful of mind bending philosophies. I'd, I'd say believe in yourselves and connect with the greater aspect of yourself because that's the part of you that's one with the creator and that's where all the knowledge and the power and the wisdom is within yourselves. Well, George, that's a perfect place for us to finish. It's been a, a wonderful hour well spent with you flying by and I really appreciate it. really <laughs> looking forward to finally meeting you at the end of the month. Me too, Peter. I really look forward to having a cup of tea and a really <laughs> good chat with you. God yeah. bless you. Thanks so much. Love and blessings to you and, and my whole human family. Thank you. Thank you. Next week, my guest will be Claudia Rahn, who will be talking about the art of sacred gardening and the absolutely beautiful color-illustrated book that she has produced. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.